0: Nine rounds of golf for $90?
1: Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword
2: passport, a $300 golf value for just $90? Now you
1: got it. TomBernardShow.com, keyword passport.
2: Well, it's another year. What's
1: new for 2023 at Walzer? Well, we're going back in time in
5: a way. You bought a DeLorean franchise.
1: Not exactly. Mm. The market's returning to normal. New inventories are getting back to pre-pandemic levels, and used car prices are returning to normal.
5: So what's a 1995 Camry worth? Deep sympathy. Mm. Mike, have you
1: considered something newer? Well,
5: I would if it came with a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hey, was that convincing? As if I knew what a powertrain was?
1: No. It's sure. major medical coverage for your car and it's free with every new car and most used cars at Walzer. I hope you're also keeping your return and exchange program. Of course, people really like that because it means you can't make a mistake. Interestingly though, we sold forty-five thousand cars last year and we took back less than a hundred. Amazing
2: upfront pricing, a free hundred and fifty thousand a mile warranty, a return and exchange policy. It's no wonder you sold 45,000 cars last year. To learn more, go to Walzer.com.
1: Can I add something? No.
2: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We moved it a bit because the morning show now uh, runs from 7 to 10. We'll usually start at 11 o'clock, but we're just kind of moving around some. There's all this new equipment in here and kind of moving it around, make sure that everything works, and it's working really well, don't you think?
6: I, not only uh, the technology, but I think the people.
2: I think the people Work,
6: too, work very well. Absolutely, yeah.
2: You're absolutely right. I and
0: listened and you sounded great. Thank you. Everybody's just everybody, everybody, said, everybody saying it
2: just sounded it was really good. It was yeah. entertaining.
0: Quality sense. was really good.
2: I like it. You yeah. said Greg Hammer's ready to go? Uh, yes, I did. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Hammer, MD. Uh, could a 3-minute mindfulness practice decrease the winter blues and number one new year uh, new year's resolution for 2023 is to improve mental health? Greg, or uh, is there any way or should I call you doctor?
7: Oh, no, please call me Greg.
2: Okay, Greg, is there any way we could take this to, like, you know, Fox and CNN and improve their moods? What do you think?
7: (laughs) You know, I think that we are all the same, even those at uh, various cable channels uh, (laughs) with a variety and full spectrum of views. I think we're all human beings. We're all made of the same stuff. And uh, our brains are all wired the same way, as a matter of fact. So, yes, I think we could take... The gain method to uh, those in the cable world. I
2: just think, I, is this, it's got to be unprecedented. As angry as people get, I suppose maybe it's always been that way and it's just uh, it's popped its ugly head up again. But it's either, you know, oh my God, I hate the far right. Oh my God, I hate the far left. I got to be honest with you, Greg, I'm not going to waste my life
7: hating anybody. I don't want to hate anyone. No, the only person that hurts is the hater. Yeah. so i think we we have to really have compassion for one another and uh, you know the a in gain as a matter of fact is for acceptance gain is an acronym for gratitude acceptance intention and non-judgment love it and as far as acceptance goes we we need to as the uh, serenity prayer would have it discern between what we can change and what we cannot change and move toward fully accepting what we cannot change. And that certainly includes a world in which many people do not agree with us. And, uh, in fact, beyond just accepting that, we might actually embrace it because I think it's a good thing. I think it's a really, really good thing that I just don't understand why
2: humanity always needs a bad guy, you know, uh, whether it's the way uh, people of color were treated in, in the, uh, you know, throughout history or at least recent history, um, and now we've decided uh, that, that we're going to turn that around and we're going to turn on another group. And I, why does there always have to be a group that you, whether it's a religion or a skin color or uh, you know, orientation or whatever it is, we always have to pick on people, just let people live their lives. They're not going to live them like, like I said, well, let me put it this way, Greg. I grew up a nice Catholic boy. I still, you know, follow the the household part of being a Catholic. But I'm not a very religious guy. And I'm not saying there is or is not a God. That's not what I'm saying at all. I love that whole Catholic lifestyle as a kid, you know, my friends and all the rest of it. So when I talk about being Catholic or I talk about being, you know, whatever it is, I'm not all in on anything like that. Uh, And I don't understand why people assume that just because you mentioned that you're all in
7: and that's all there is to it. It
2: makes no sense
7: to me. I think that... You know, religion and religious philosophy can unite us or divide us. Right. And um, I think that there are lots of wonderful cultural things about Catholicism and Judaism and various flavors of Christianity and Islam. And one thing that they all have in common is that at their core, they unite us and they remind Mm. us that we all are made of the same stuff, whether you want to call it God, love, awareness, being... And so in their pure form, these religious traditions are uniting us. However, unfortunately, human nature is uh, such that our brains are wired to have a relatively negative hue cast over the world around us (laughs) in terms of our observation. And that's one of the reasons I think that we tend to look at others and ourselves, perhaps most of all, with a bit of a negativity bias that's one reason, I think, why we we develop these habits of of negatively judging others. And, you know, the end and gain, as you know, is non judgment. And if we want to be truly happy, then we need to address our judging tendencies and learn to let go of them and, and be non judgmental. It's so amazing to me that, that you know, the, the violence in America
2: has just exploded again like it did in the late 1960s. I'm of that age where I was a teenager then, and I do remember that. Uh, Are we ever going to learn? Are we driven by big business, by corporate America? Not all of corporate America, but a lot of it. Are we driven by, as I said earlier, the CNNs and Foxes of the world? How do people not realize the only reason they take those positions against one another is to make money? That's why they do it. Can people not see that your anguish is just making them money? Why would you want to contribute to that?
7: Yeah, that's a good question. I think we are becoming more and more divided. Yes. And one reason is the artificial intelligence of oh, yeah. the way information is pushed to us. And so what happens is, whether it's on our, our homepage at CNN or Fox or wherever we like to get information, right. the information that is pushed to us is that with which we agree. And therefore our divergent ways of thinking become more entrenched and polarized and so that's one thing that's contributing to it and it is ultimately all based on commercial interests and and yep you know it's very unfortunate i don't know what is going to reverse this process but the the revelations at fox of late yeah whereby you know the election deniers uh The information that was being pushed to them was in support of uh, fraudulent elections and so on, while the the hosts at Fox understood clearly that there was no no evidence to support. Right. Right. But, you know, they they push the information that their audience wants to hear so that they gain uh, listenership and audience in general and therefore can, you know, get. More lucrative sponsorships, so that the sponsors can sell those people things, and and I don't know what's going to reverse the trend, but it's something. First, if we're going to change it, we need to recognize it. Gain
2: without pain, happiness. Professionals, I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm burned out. These sentiments have become so commonplace that improving and prioritizing mental health is the number one resolution for 2023. I could not agree more. Little mental health would
7: be good, Greg. I like
2: that take.
7: Absolutely, uh, you know it's it's been a very rough three or four year period. Oh, I think yeah. yep. um, folks like us who've been around for a few decades would agree that it's probably been the most stressful, difficult three or four years in our lifetimes, and we're not really out of it yet. And so we need a strategy. I think the most important thing is to first recognize what the issues that represent barriers to our happiness are. And then have a plan. We really need to be purposeful about the way we think, because the way we think translates into the way we feel and the way we, we are being in general. So it's, it's within our grasp to rewire our brains. Um, and the first step, I think, is recognition of what a difficult time it has been for all of us mm-hmm. and why it is that we're as you know unhappy as we are.
6: Greg, if you don't mind me asking, what's your take on hypnosis for anxiety and for maybe trying to get your brain a little bit more into the mindset and rewired to that thing you talked about, having better thoughts and like our internal dialogue?
7: I think that hypnosis can be extremely useful. Um, hypnosis is, can be a bit like meditation. And that is that we can find ourselves in the present moment and that is in short where happiness resides you know our minds are wired hardwired through tens of thousands of years of evolution i think in two important ways that tend to veil our happiness and i, I do think that happiness is our true nature but it's veiled by the way our brains have become hardwired or or the circuitry that has evolved in our brains and the neural connections and synapses and pathways represented by those neurons in our brain. The first way that our brains have become hardwired, I think through evolution, is that we have a negativity bias. We tend to hold on to the negative and forget about the positive. And the second is that we're very distracted by the past and future. And so we are so in ways that are maladaptive. We tend to ruminate over the past excessively And that results in us simply living in a certain way that's just repeating the old habits that we've developed. And with our negativity bias, judging ourselves most harshly, but also others, related to things that may have happened 20 or 30 years ago. And so we keep ruminating over the past, generating regret and shame and low self-esteem. And similarly with the future, our minds go to the future. We're worried, we catastrophize. We think of the worst thing that might happen, even though it almost never does. And although this may be adaptive in my areas of cardiac anesthesia and intensive care, I do want to think of the worst things that can happen so that I can prevent them from happening. In general, this is maladaptive most of the time for most of us and simply generates a lot of fear and anxiety. So. Hypnosis can teach us to really think in the present moment and let go of those ruminating, maladaptive, excessive thoughts of the past and future. And that's what meditation is, too. And meditation, like hypnosis, I think, is very much misunderstood. And I think these practices can be extremely helpful to all of us. What did you think of that, Rudy?
6: I thought it was great. Absolutely. I tried hypnosis. Yeah. And it changed me. Absolutely. 1,000%. It was a 180. It completely rewired my brain. It was amazing.
0: So what was your hypnosis situation like? Because I took a birth class when I had my two children called Hypno Babies. Mm -hmm. And when I tell people about that, they think somebody has, you know, like... They're like swinging a thing no, in sure. front of your face. and They're like, you will be a chicken or yeah, whatever. Yeah. People are
6: like, oh, you're gonna be doing butt scoots through the yeah, office. Exactly.
8: You're like, no, not yeah, exactly. And
0: it was yeah. like, it was. I I would always describe to people like, no, it's much more. It's meditation. Yeah. But very specific meditation, thinking about things, and then we had mantras that we had to listen to and say every day and stuff like that. So yeah, what was your situation yeah.
6: like? My, mine was I was overworking myself because I was uh, I was freelance. And I was—I had taken on way too much work, and my anxiety was through the roof. And one of the things that I had talked about with the guy that I did my sessions with is—he said, um, "This isn't—I'm not just going to hypnotize you one time and then it's cured. I'm going to kind of show you the ways that when you start feeling that anxiety, that you can get rid of it." Mm-hmm. And one of the things I noticed after about uh, session number six, my productivity when it came to work dropped like sixty percent. Really. Which that told me, okay, you're overworking yourself. You're waking yeah, up at 5 a.m. Yeah. You're working until 11 p.m. You're not spending time with your kids. Mm-hmm. You're not doing the things you should be doing. And magically enough, I started uh, I started dropping off with clients, and I kind of told them, like, I'm just kind of burnt out. I don't want to do this anymore. I got rid of maybe 50 to 60% of the people I was working for. And magically, wouldn't you know it, the anxiety went away. I was like, oh, so this was the thing that was holding me back all the time. It was great, though. Once I did it, I'm so glad you said that because I have talked to people that are in your field, Greg, who have brought up the fact. I'm like, what about hypnosis? They go, hocus pocus.
7: Not at all. No, in fact, um, self-hypnosis can be a wonderful tool as well as having others participate. I I don't know what your your collective experience has been. Um, did you have a therapist that was
6: yeah uh, absolutely yeah and one of the things i the first session we ever had i don't know if you guys have seen the movie office space oh yeah yeah when he leaves that hypnosis session that is exactly what i felt like i felt like my body was floating and i did not give a shit about anything i was so (laughs) over everybody and everything i'm like i'm done i'm so done with everything yeah it felt so good yeah
2: Now, Greg, I'm going to introduce uh, my lovely wife to you, and everything she says will be great except for if she says, well, how do you use hypnosis to get rid of your husband? That's the only thing I don't want you to answer.
5: That's not what I was thinking, but I sure was thinking that he was describing you. Oh! Well, you know, you are a very anxious person. You know that. I am, yes. I am
2: very anxious.
5: But the interesting thing about Tom as an observer, not just a family member, is he almost embraces his anxiety like it's part of him.
3: Absolutely. I don't really
5: think you (laughs) want to let that go. I really don't. Greg, the
2: the family's turning on me, Greg.
5: No, I just (laughs) think that you've you've been living like that for so long that you're so comfortable with it that I believe that if inside your head you think if I let go of this anxiety, I don't know who I am and I I don't know how to function.
0: Like it's holding you together and okay, yeah, well. if you let it go, you feel like it'll just crumble. Mm-hmm. I should probably I, tell
2: Greg really then do. something. As, before you move on, Greg, I, I grew up in a family where my father was uh, a paranoid schizophrenic who was institutionalized. He was taken away in a straitjacket when I was seven years old. And that, I've never gotten over that, Greg. I, it's, how would I? I mean, if that's what is causing my anxiety, there were, you know, I grew up very, very poor. Uh, like I said, dad's in the, uh, you know, they didn't exactly call it the uh, good names. It was either the nut house or yeah, the, the Looney you know, Bin. Looney Bin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was never something nice. No. So I think, yeah, just when, when one of your parents that you trust all of a sudden goes off the deep end and you know you can't ever trust them again, that I think is sticking with me, Greg. Is there a way to get rid of that?
7: Yes, there is. That's the Ooh, good news is love that. Again, our brains are wired to ruminate over the past in ways that are maladaptive. So I I like to talk about adaptive and maladaptive ways of thinking. That includes the way we think about the past. It's adaptive to think of the good memories that we have with our loved ones, with our family, with our friends, with various joyous things in life. it's adaptive to learn from our mistakes so to some degree we need to recognize the errors that we've made so that we don't continue to make them so those are examples of adaptive ways of thinking of the past but we go way beyond that and overthink the past and this is where usually yes, yeah. combined with our negativity bias we tend to ruminate over things that were painful to us and again they may be things that happened 30 or 40 years ago even and There is a solution to that. And the solution is to bring yourself into the present moment. And of course, I would recommend the GAIN method, whereby we get up in the morning, we open the blinds, we do our morning hygiene thing, we find a comfortable, quiet place to sit, we close our eyes, we focus on our breath, we slow it down, that decreases the adrenaline in our body, lowers our heart rate, our blood pressure, sort of gives us this nice warm feeling of relaxation we kind of relax into the breath and then we begin what can be as little as 3 minutes of contemplation so this is a form of meditation that uh, does not include having to sit still for a half hour with your right ankle behind your left ear and not moving and scratching an itch and and not banishing all thoughts from your head which is what many people think meditation is in fact I'm gonna give you things to think about for three minutes and I the first it. is gratitude um, gratitude is so intrinsic to happiness we all understand you can be poor and happy you can be physically challenged and happy but you'll never see somebody who's happy and ungrateful so happiness is really uh, key and intrinsic Your and dog hates uh, me rather, gratitude <laughs> to happiness and the next thing is acceptance. <laughs> it's about that. Uh, not accepting. We love dogs. We love dogs. You know, the world is full of pain as well <laughs> as joy. And so we're not going to be happy if we simply try to resist the pain. There's a formula in, in the first right. book. Suffering equals pain times resistance. So the pain is there. The pain of your memory of your father and, your, you know, to some extent, your upbringing is there. And resisting it, you know, pushing it away, trying not to think about it, trying to make it into something that it wasn't is resistance. And that increases your suffering. Yeah. And so the first thing is to recognize this. Um, Again, the serenity prayer tells us we need to discern between what we can change and what we can't. We cannot change our past. So if we want to be happy, we need to actually focus. And this can be for 30 or 45 seconds during our morning game practice on that painful memory on that painful experience and actually visualize as we breathe slowly, visualize bringing that pain closer and closer and opening our chest and opening our heart and inviting that pain in and enveloping it with our heart and nurturing it with our heart. And what we find out is that the pain is not as bad as we thought and we can let go of the suffering. And so then we move on to intention. As I said, we have to have a plan. So the I and gain is intention. And we could talk about that. But our, if, we, if we don't have a plan, if we don't live with purpose, what happens is we lapse into our default maladaptive ways of thinking, this negativity bias, this ruminating over the past and future.
6: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I've I always heard that uh, one of the sessions that the guy I was working with had told me was, if you are walking forward, you can't trip on things that are behind you. And I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. I like Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like good.
7: It. And especially if you can, through self-hypnosis or or having somebody else hypnotize you or a brief meditation, if you can bring yourself into the present moment, then not only are you facing forward, but you're actually aware of your footfall and you're aware of the connection between the bottom of your foot and the earth and you're aware of the breath and and that mildly sweet and delicious sense of the air as it enters your nose and fills your chest as you walk. So as you walk, you're not necessarily preoccupied with the list of things you have to do later. You can actually enjoy the walking itself.
6: Yeah, I, I mean, I was talking, like, you know, figuratively, but literally walking, that works as well, too. Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, it's absolutely true. I think, Greg, another problem I have with this, and, you know, the last thing I want to bring up about that, one thing that I struggle with to this day, as a matter of fact, is my father was a brilliant man. He was not a moron at all. I mean, he was a very, very smart man. But emotionally, he just he could handle any kind of problem, come up with a solution for anything except his own problems. And I think, you know, things happened to him when he was a child that uh, I don't probably even want to hear about, right? It had to come from somewhere,
8: Mm -hmm.
7: right? Well, you know, these are the the generational uh, painful processes that seem to be propagated. Um, And we need to break that cycle. We need to be purposeful about living in a way that brings happiness and presence to our experience. And uh, you know, by virtue of doing that, we will have a positive impact on people around us, including our children and, and then their children. So let's you know, recognize that we need to be purposeful. I love John Kabat-Zinn's definition of mindfulness. It's awareness of the present moment on purpose, non-judgmentally. And I think there are three key concepts there, being aware of the present moment, bringing our focus to the present through meditation, through hypnosis, uh, through spending more time in nature, through being with loved ones on purpose, meaning we have to have a plan. Otherwise, we end up reverting to the old ways, the old habits, the rumination, etc. and non-judgmentally and uh, in gain is non-judgment. And, you know, again, this is the way our brains are wired through evolution. We are very wary of our environment. And while fifty thousand years ago, as we sat in a cave trying to protect our family, keep a fire going, and there may have been a saber-toothed tiger lurking outside the mouth of the cave, <laughs> there you go. We may have been adaptive to be very wary and, and be very wary of the world in a negative way. And that may have helped us live longer and have more offspring and those genes that coded for wariness and negativity, uh, you know, were propagated through the population. And here we are. However, there is no longer for most of us a saber-toothed tiger possibly lurking outside the mouth of the cave. And, and, and again, we go back to gratitude for where we live. We live in a safe place, generally speaking. We could be in Ukraine. We could you know, yeah. be a lot of other places in the world. So gratitude, acceptance, intention, and non-judgment, I think those are the keys to to happiness and three minutes of recognition of these principles can really get our day started in a, on a positive happy note see that's a wonderful lot right there i i would think the saber-toothed tiger
2: in 2023 is the love of money um one of the great songs i think it's a, a biblical saying isn't it i i believe for the love of money is the root of all evil the ojs did a great job with that song mm-hmm. i just loved what they did with that but i think right now greg People's adoration of money is the worst. It's, I mean, it's always been bad, but it's really bad now. We will do anything for money, and it causes a lot of depression, anxiety. We feel burned out. Uh, that your, your worth cannot be judged on how much money you have. It's ridiculous,
7: right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, there are a lot of data from well-conducted studies that come to the same conclusion, which is that if you're living above the poverty line, having more money does not make you happier. And I think to some degree, the same could be said for a lot of our technology. Um, Yet, as you said, you know, it seems to be our human nature to want to accumulate more and more. And I think in part that is because of our obsession with the future. You know, we have a basic insecurity about the future and we yeah, want to yeah. add material things to sort of provide some padding and protection and security. But, you know, unfortunately that's uh, that aspect of human nature does not serve us well. It does not. Greg Hammer, MD, ladies
2: and gentlemen. Gain without pain, happiness professionals. I think it's been a great conversation, Greg. I did learn a lot from this. And, again, it's it's generation to generation to generation, and we carry things with us, even things we don't want. Um, I suppose one of those things right now, and I, I've never understood this situation. Where, when we're backed into a corner, for some reason – the world strikes out and i like i said i grew up catholic so it's not me but man we love to go after jews every time there's a what is that all about now you would think after all this time because once again jews are being attacked in the streets of
7: america how can that be happening i think you know we this is the end and gain is non-judgment we tend to be very judgmental and yeah part of that is we want to find somebody else to blame for our problems yep so i think you know throughout history various segments of the population have been blamed for the woes of society Uh, you know certainly germany after world war one and the treaty of versailles uh, people were were poor they were hungry uh they were cold they needed somebody to blame and i think again that's kind of part of human nature it's the it's the end and gain is non judgment. We tend to be very judgmental. And so there are certainly groups of people that have been targeted historically and in the present day. Um, And, you know, all we can do is for our part, work on practicing non judgment. And we can only impact the way we think and exist and have, you know, therefore, a, a small impact on others, just by example, and Um, In the meantime, I think the persecution of people, including Jewish people and Muslims and others, in the uh, A for acceptance category, you know, we can do our part to change it, but it's going to persist. And this is the way human nature is, just as greed, as you discussed, with regard to money, um, this negativity, this judgment, etc., so let's work on recognizing the way our brains are wired love and have a plan to rewire our brains to be more present and therefore happier.
2: I think it's great advice, Greg. Please come back. I'd love to talk to you again about this. And the only thing I'm going to leave you with is I feel much better, except we're getting a foot of snow over the next two days. So, Greg, is there anything I can do about that?
6: Uh, Well, that is actually the Jews' problems because they do control the weather. I don't know if you guys knew, but they do, okay? They may have Cat's Deli, but they also control the weather, all right? So I'm just saying.
2: People actually believe that kind of stuff. They do. It's just bizarre. Yeah. But, Greg, you're a great guest, but please do come back. I'd like to talk to you more because I think the only way we're going to get back in touch with one another is if we do something about our depression, our mental health, our anxiety. Yeah, we all do feel burned out. Now we've got seasonal affective disorder. The winter blues affects 20% of adults in the United States, 6% severely affected, 14% suffer to some degree. And there's so many levels we need to work on. So let's get to work together, Greg, and, and come back soon, sir, all right? anytime all of you it's been it's been lots of fun it was great i learned a lot today greg hammer md ladies and gentlemen again gain without pain, happiness professionals tom here for years you've heard me talk about my friends at north american banking company they have great online and mobile banking options plus friendly employees who are always ready to help and with their location in maple grove now open It's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Did you learn something, Rudy?
6: I did. I, I like the fact that he, uh, he really talked about um, the, the cynicism that we have inside of ourselves. That is the biggest problem is trying to get through that awful internal dialogue that we constantly tell ourselves. And I do have that. Yeah, I do. yeah, it's awful. And especially, you know, I mean, being a guy who's in media, you would know it. You know, I'm doing, I probably do six to ten stand-up sets a week. I, I bet of all of those, I bet there's not one time I don't get off the stage and just go, God damn it, what were you doing? Like, why did, yeah. why did you say yep. that? Why did yep. you do this? And then it's the whole car ride home. Now that I'm in my 40s, I've kind of let it, let it go. I'm yeah. just like, you can't go back and change it, so just move on from it. And in fact, this weekend, uh, I was in Chicago doing shows, and uh, five shows at Batavia at the Comedy Vault, and my early Friday night set didn't go well. And the guy I opened for said, well, hey, man, just don't forget, if you're up there killing every time, you're not getting better. The only way to get better yeah. is to, is to suck. And I'm like, yeah, you're totally right. You have learned things about it. So just that internal dialogue, it's, I don't know, it happens, especially in your teenage years. And I bet it's even harder now with social media, I'm, you know, with our kids growing up. Oh, it was, oh, it's <clears throat> awful. I couldn't even oh, f- imagine. It's,
5: it's just scary how many young women and young girls are affected by social media in such a negative way. Yeah. Suicides are so yeah. uh, high. And just the pressure. I remember, Alex, one of the first, um, okay, so I think Facebook was maybe two or three years old, maybe a little longer than that, when you had somebody turn on you on Facebook. Oh, and yeah. how devastating that <laughs> was for, a, you know, a young person. And that was just when it was all in its infancy. Yeah, I deleted Twitter last week.
3: yeah we noticed that yeah she tried to like credit you for some like clip we posted or something and she's like hey wait a minute his account's gone
6: yeah i got into one argument and i was like i'm done no more it's not worth it why why put yourself in those situations like you know physically in the physical sense when we're somewhere and we're around people that are triggering don't we just leave the room or try to figure out a way to get out so why would i ever voluntarily go to a website that?" That's all it does is cause angst and anxiety. I was like, I'm done. I just I just deleted it. Don't need it in my life anymore. I like Instagram because it's nothing but, you know, MMA fights and puppy pictures, and that's what I want to watch. <laughs> it's exactly what I want. Facebook's
2: worthless. Twitter's worthless. They're all it, pretty much worthless. I yeah.
6: I, I think if, if they're used incorrectly, <clears throat> they're yeah, worthless. Right, but right. I think if you can figure out a way to sort of get the, you know, like as Greg was talking about, getting into the habit of putting good things in front of your eyeballs, if you can figure out a way to do that, Every single day consistently, mm-hmm. you know, and not only the things in front of your eyeballs, but surrounding you with good people. That's one of the biggest things is yeah. trying to find people around you that you're like, I, I would give anything. I mean, the fact that we all just recently met and I feel you guys have all brought us into the fold. Like we're all part of the family. Yeah. It feels so good. I'm, I'm so glad my last job was not like that. It was awful. Yeah. It was terrible. So Mine. Mine, too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for yeah. a minute. I'll, I'll.
5: No. It's, it's so no, funny. let's <laughs> not.
0: Let's
2: yeah.
5: not do that. No,
0: let's uh. not. That's terrible.
2: And one of the other things about that, and that was part of it at the old location, was if you're successful, people will take a shot at you just because you're successful. Yeah. Well, it had nothing to do with them. Uh you didn't cheat anybody out any money. You worked your ass off, and you you, you achieved something. Why would you be mad at somebody for doing that? It makes no sense.
5: Well, that's what he was talking about. I mean, you can't change human nature. No, you Na- can't. You know, people are petty. People are jealous. People have all kinds of you know bad traits. But we can't just we can't dwell on that. No. In order for us to be happy and to not be anxious to sit there and dwell on other people's shortcomings isn't doing anybody any favors.
2: I agree. Do you think it would be very helpful, like in this particular case in in Studio A here, do you Mm -hmm. think the show would be better if we were eating pizza while we were doing (laughs)
6: Anyway, <laughs> so you, so you saying up? you're hungry and you want somebody to bring
2: us pizza. I am pizza so
0: up. hungry, and the wafting smell. Well, let's go pizza. get some pizza. Yeah. Go oh get some pizza and bring why it. Why do you
5: have such a pizza smell? What's happened? Uh, I brought why. in two Costco pizzas. Oh, I've never Costco had Costco pizza, but I heard it's delicious. It's yeah. great. Yeah, you have. It's great. I have. Sure, absolutely. It's very good. Maybe we've we've picked it up before.
2: I didn't know that.
5: Okay. Well, we probably told you it was from your favorite pizzeria, so you wouldn't hate it. Well, Immediately I, hate it. If it's
2: good, it's good. What are you talking about?
5: Well, you're weird,
0: so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, are you guys yeah. going to go? Why don't you guys go get some pizza? Yeah, you we'll guys get, get some and pizza, and
3: I will patch through Joe from Louisville. Joe from Louisville will come on and talk about it. Do you
2: want it, me to
0: get you a piece of pizza, Dave? Uh,
2: no, I want you to get me two pieces of <laughs> pizza. I can do that. I can do that. I would. Are you going to take off, Rudy?
0: Uh,
6: I am going to take off. I All got right. some stuff I got to go take uh, take care of. I'll Tom, see you in the morning. Excellent first show. Thank you I so much for great. hanging. Thank man, you guys we'll for so having many, me. We're getting
2: yeah. so many compliments on that first show. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
6: Excellent. I'm going to stream this on the way home and give it a listen. I can't wait to uh to really dive like into it. this. So thank you very much, my man. Thanks, we'll see
2: Rudy. you tomorrow. we will see you tomorrow. And you do don't forget your card. You got your card in your wallet? I got the card. I love Go. it. You can get in here um, whatever you want.
5: So I okay. So the morning show.
2: You yeah. have Joe on the I, phone, remember? I, I, Oh. That be, that's okay. all right. Go ahead.
5: I, I listened for five or six minutes before I had to get in the car. Right. It was just you and Brittany at the time. Mm-hmm. And Brittany is a delight. And you two sounded really great together. But I had a really hard time because I had to plug my phone into the USB in the car. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, couldn't listen to the show through the USB port. Oh,
2: we should tell somebody. What's that all about, Andy?
5: I wanted Andy to maybe help because I'm sure other people maybe are going to have this problem. I could get it through the Bluetooth without it being plugged in, but I had to charge my phone.
3: Uh, You probably just had to switch it over from Bluetooth to AUX, A-U-X.
5: I tried that, and it kept on complaining. complaining. I think I have to go in the manual. It's an older car. Is that going to make it? Yeah, if
3: it's old enough, it might be your phone might be trying to do the uh, Apple CarPlay or whatever the hell, and it might just not be working. Okay. Um, There are other things you can do. Like, if you open it through, um, I don't know what the iPhone version is, but like on Android, you can play it through um, Google Podcasts or something like that, and then it'll go out through the aux port.
5: Okay, another thing that happened was when I went on Apple Podcasts um, and I hit play, or I hit, oh, I hit the morning show. The family showed up from 2018.
3: 2018? Really?
5: 2018 episodes. Well, you can't listen live to the
0: morning show on Apple Podcasts. You can't? You have to use our app. you have to use the app. You have the, to or technically, the to website
3: do, will also work. Yeah,
0: Good to do to, know. to do live, you, you have to upload to an RSS feed, and then it posts oh, to okay. iTunes to Spotify later.
5: And now that you're saying that, that makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was like, why won't it just play through the speaker? So I was, you know, trying to do other stuff. Which of course, that doesn't make any sense. That it, that would work.
2: So can we go. improve that some way? Is there a way we can get what mom was looking for? No.
5: No, you can't play. She was just iTunes, trying to do it wrong. Yeah. I
0: was just trying iTunes, to do it wrong. Yeah, iTunes doesn't okay. do
5: live feed I don't I know, know why they oh. don't.
3: I feel like they should, but they don't.
5: Okay. Well, because a podcast isn't supposed to really be live. It's supposed to be on demand.
3: I suppose, like st- but I don't know.
5: Yeah, it would be nice if they had the option, if, but I don't know how many podcasts stream live. Prob, you know, probably not the, many.
3: Yeah, probably not many. A lot of the bigger many.
5: ones probably do, but most of them don't.
3: No, almost none of them do.
5: Yeah, so yeah, it's probably just not enough demand. True. But, yeah, it was a little bit of frustration that I couldn't um, just New plug in the New systems are and always,
3: play. you know, takes a while for everything to get worked out.
5: That's true. I'm surprised and nothing's everything. broken
3: on this show so far.
5: What do you mean? Well, just wireless. I Well, mean,
3: yeah, our Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is not working, but other than that.
5: Better
3: than that? Is that because of Everything. the building, or what? what what's causing it? I have no any? idea. I'm going to restart our modem after our the Wi-Fi show. Our Wi-Fi working? I couldn't connect to it, and Dad couldn't connect to it. Is it working I'm now? I'm on
0: our Wi-Fi.
3: Oh, it's... And the kids
0: are watching a movie on the Wi-Fi.
3: Oh, it figured itself out, huh? Guess so. Good. Well, that's good.
5: Bully for that. Well, is there a master computer now?
3: No, there's many computers.
5: Okay.
3: All sorts of computers. I think there's three in this room right now. Oh, okay. Catherine, you aren't going to believe the room we have
2: in Studio A. It's a completely different room. Yeah, Yeah, it's
0: really nice. Yeah, that big tower out of there and stuff. Yeah, it's way less
3: crap in there. I
0: could definitely, today I'm going to move more stuff out because there's stuff in here that it's like this doesn't, why is this even in here? Like
3: those cameras don't need to be in there anymore.
0: Yeah, the cameras, there's like paper bowls. Why Mm. We don't need those. Well, you want to keep that over there though, don't you? Yeah, we can keep that over there, but there's just, like, random little things. We could declutter a little bit.
3: Yeah, a little. Decluttering. We could declutter. Oh, we're talking. so, So, Joe, what's up? Joe. Yeah. What's going on? Nothing, man. Just doing another show.
2: Just doing another show. Just shows on shows.
9: Right.
2: What's happening with you?
9: Good start this this morning. Well, thank you. Except for... uh, He's ever doing the bumper music, kind of jumped the gun a couple
3: of times. Yeah, yeah it's a new, it's a new computer system. Yeah, it's it a very confusing computer system, believe me. Yeah, I'm looking at oh, it. I don't wonderful. know what the hell I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Great.
9: That's scary.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, what else is new, Joe? What's happening with you?
9: Oh, nothing
2: much. Same old crap. Just fighting through it all.
9: Yep, you know it.
2: I suppose, but so how much of the morning show did you get to listen to?
9: I listened to it all.
2: So you, you like the way it went? Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody on the show like I, fits really
9: well. Like I said, this, just a, there was a couple of times that the uh, bumper music jumped out got a little bit. Right, right. So it's like maybe two or three seconds after the commercial, but the bumper music jumped in. And, uh, it's automatic and it's understandable.
2: Yep, we'll just have to re- retune it and reset it. It'll be fine. But um, so what else? What else you got cooking in your life?
9: Oh, I'm done with the wound care center. Now I get to go to the lymphedema clinic and get that shit under control. And what's that all about? Um, Because I put on, when I quit drinking, I put on weight so fast that my immune system couldn't keep up. So mm-hmm. it just kind of stalled. And when it stalls, it'll leak out out through the skin and add to that cellulitis. And it's a a pretty picture. So the wound care got all straightened through. Now I'm going over to Lymphedema Clinic to learn how to control it.
2: Oh, so they, they have methods and stuff you can use to control it. That's great, isn't it? They do. I mean, I would think that would be great to hear, right?
9: Yeah, they they have uh, compression leggings, or I guess you could call it that. You put it on your legs, you set the timer, set the pressure, and it squeezes your legs for however long you set it for. Helps get the uh, um, stuff flowing through. Yeah. <laughs> No, you yes, know I what? get wrapped every uh, every
2: couple days i gotta I gotta get up and go shut the door. They're talking way too loud. I'll be right back
9: talk amongst yourselves
2: amongst
3: ourselves
5: myself. um so i I just was struggling to listen to the morning show when Kristen came on how long is what is was her set
3: um,
5: you know,
9: Joe. shorter than when
3: she's on here oh yeah she's only on here for like fifteen minutes <clears throat> Oh, um,
5: that long. She, she usually stays on for a good half hour, doesn't she? There with us? Do. Yeah, that's what I
9: was thinking. Who's yeah. that?
5: Kristen. And she she usually stays on. The morning
9: show.
2: Yeah, yeah, she does ten minutes every morning because she took over uh, 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 Mike Evans'
3: deal. Ten minutes. Yeah. Well, there you go. What's well, all Mike yeah, Evans I mean, ever did?
5: yeah I was just ta- we were just talking about when I was trying to listen on, on the car oh. in the car, I, I co- Kristen was just c- coming on and I didn't get to hear her, so I was wondering how that went, and Joe was saying that she was on a shorter oh. time than she's on our show. That's all.
2: Yep, same amount of time that Mike Evans was on. 10 minutes Yep. Well, she's terrific. She's really, really good to work with.
5: She is. she's a pro.
2: It's true. So what else you got, Joe?
9: Uh, that's about it. Um, I was talking with Andy about some of the um, cell phones that they're having problems. Uh, I have a Android version 10, uh, 10 that if I lock it, the show shuts off completely. Oh, really? And if, if uh, I'm listening and I get a call or you get a, a text or uh, a notification from Facebook or Messenger, and it'll shut the uh, show off. Really? That's we only should... on uh, ver- the Virgin 10
3: software. Yeah, we've already, uh, the- we've already forwarded all that over to, over to the app makers, so hopefully they can do right. something about that.
2: That would be good, no question about it. All right, young man, well, uh, just keep on listening if you would, sir, and pass it along to everybody else that we're out here again and we're ready to go. But, my God, so many people have reached out. It's been terrific. So, Joe, thank you very much for reaching out. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right, have a good day, sir. Join the show. Thank Thank you. you. too.
9: Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
2: Joe calling in from Louisville. He's still in Louisville, isn't he, I think? As far as I know. (laughs) Yeah. As far as anyone knows about this.
5: (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. A little distracted?
2: No. Well, I'm just trying to get yes, everything. Got, I'm just getting there trying to get everything straightened away here and all the rest of it. But no, I, I just you know what's interesting, Catherine? I was talking about this on the morning show this morning. The fact that I, you know, I'm no longer interested in, in people's political battles and everybody hates everybody else and everybody, I'm so done with that. Is everybody getting to the point that they're really done with that kind of behavior or is it going to continue on? What do you think?
5: Well, I personally think that people that watch the news all day long, like I've got a family member that Mm. watches a lot of CNN Mm. and he just parrots all the CNN stuff and is always mad about everything that's going on. But
2: they want him to be. Does he not understand that?
5: Well, that's, you know, it's interesting because I had a conversation with him because he'd call me up and he'd say the craziest stuff about the world. And mm-hmm. I'd, I'd listen to him for a while and I finally said, you know, you are a very smart person. And the fact that you're falling right, right. for this trap that they have put out for you uh, is surprising to me. And he looked at me like. He was just shocked.
3: Well, that's the thing is a lot of people think that (laughs) repeating what they see on TV makes them smart. Right, right. So if you tell them actually it makes you dumb, they just don't really know how to process that because it's like, well, this whole time, I mean, my whole life basically the smart people trope is, you know, you get your master's degree or your PhD or whatever. That's a smart person thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, You play chess. That's another smart person thing. (laughs) And then the other smart person thing is talking about politics incessantly.
5: Yeah. Right. right. So
3: they think that, you know, you see the news, the news talks about politics, you repeat what the news says, you are now smart. And that's why a lot of people do it. They think that it makes them look smart or, you know, Mm -hmm. they think that it makes them actually become smart by doing it. But... No, it's more like, do you know what a cargo cult is? No. It's actually a very interesting story. Um, So decades ago, what was happening in Africa is they would send these cargo planes. So the army, I think it was, or some other, you know.
5: Military branch.
3: Yeah, some sort of branch of the military, who knows. And they'd go to these African villages and they'd construct runways. And then they would have cargo planes come in on these runways, drop off a bunch of food and stuff, and then fly away, they'd deconstruct the runway, and then they'd leave. So, the... And this was happening in tribes that had never seen outsiders. They're very remote. They have nothing at all. So, what these tribes would start doing would... They would take, like, sticks and stuff like that, and they would build facsimiles of runways, assuming that the building of a runway is what summoned the cargo planes.
5: Oh, right.
3: So they thought that if they built the runway, a cargo plane would come, drop off some food, and everything would be good. So they kind of understood what was happening, but they didn't understand enough to really make anything happen. And mm-hmm. I think that's what these news-watching people—they're kind of like they have a cargo cult mentality. They know that saying these words is getting these people fame and recognition, but they don't understand why.
5: Oh, that's very interesting. I also think it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like video games or social media. I think it draws you in the you know the electronic screen. I think it, it also lights up parts of your brain. And being angry and being upset lights up parts of your brain. Well, yeah,
3: you definitely get a dopamine hit from that cycle yeah. of here's an enemy, the enemy is wrong, here's us, we're right. Right. You get a dopamine hit by you know being told that you're right and you're smart and you're a good person. But the easiest way to feel like a good person is to have some largely fictional enemy and say well he believes this so if you believe the opposite then that makes you good cuz he's bad right and that's what the news basically does it's like they it's like you know flat earthers it's like sure they exist but what are there, there's like 10,000 of them in the entire world who the hell cares but flat earthers are a big discussion point on the internet because it makes people feel smart cuz they're like oh well i know that the earth is round but i mean if you think about it bragging that you know the earth is round is a really pathetic thing to do outside of the context of I'm better than this group. Because it's like, you know, imagine someone going up to you and being like, you know the earth is round. You'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Right. But if you're talking about flat earthers, then someone going, you know, the earth is round becomes, oh, yes, of course, well, we know more than they do.
2: Well, it's another year. What's new for 2023 at Walzer?
3: Well, we're going back
1: in time in a way.
5: You bought a DeLorean franchise.
1: Not exactly. Mm. The market's returning to normal. New inventories are getting back to pre-pandemic levels, and used car prices are returning to normal.
5: So what's a 1995 Camry worth?
1: Deep sympathy. Mm. Mike, have you considered something newer? Well,
5: I would if it came with a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hey, was that convincing, as if I knew what a powertrain was?
1: No. It's sure. major medical coverage for your car, and it's free with every new car and most used cars at Walzer. I hope you're also keeping your return and exchange program. Of course, people really like that because it means you can't make a mistake. Interestingly, though, we sold 45,000 cars last year, and we took back less than 100.
2: Amazing upfront pricing, a free 150000 mile warranty, a return and exchange policy... It's no wonder you sold 45,000 cars last year. To learn more, go to walzer.com.
6: Can I add something? No.
4: Michael Bryant, Brad
2: Sean Bryant,
4: what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries.
2: And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with
4: you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: okay, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant.
5: Yeah, I, I just don't know how. You know, I, I just don't see any anything really changing because people need their little groups. People need to be accepted by something, and it, it, it's like when your kid goes into high school. You know. For a fact, that the easiest groups to get involved with are the drugs and alcohol and the, you know, what we used to call burnouts in high school.
3: Burnouts. Burnouts.
5: You know, and not doing not doing your homework and not, not trying is, is easy. It's hard to do all the stuff that makes you successful in high school that will get you, a, you know... A head start in college—it's that's harder. So you can't always fear. Oh, geez, you know, what my, what, who, who's 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 my kid going to be involved with in high school? Uh, you can't really do anything about it because they're going to go and do what they want to do, mm-hmm. basically in high school. Unless you're one of those parents that have kids that listen to them, or you beat them, or something. I don't know how to get kids to listen to you in high school. But you know, it, it's just. I think that sitting home in your comfy chair watching a show about how awful everything is is this is the same way it's an easy way to feel like you belong to something that's out there you know it's just I'm one of these people so it's just I don't know I just don't see people changing anytime soon although I do see that I luckily and gladly that the news programs are losing listenership like crazy.
3: They certainly are. But you know what's so that, gaining listenership is this show. And I can prove it because we have another caller. <laughs> okay. so we have Mike Bryant on Wee-hoo. the phone. How are we, how we doing today? We're great. great. How are you?
10: Good. First show go well?
3: Yeah, yeah. people say it went pretty well. Yep. Yeah. I listen to a little Excellent. bit of it. I'm, I wake up at 8 a.m. now which is unheard of no. for the past 20 years.
5: I'm sorry. Is that the what? baby?
3: Yeah, is it's because of Ethan. Okay. I mean, he wakes up and he basically just does nothing but screech for the next six hours, so it's kind of hard to sleep.
5: Yeah. <laughs> he wakes up at eight?
3: Uh, Anywhere between six and eight. <laughs>
5: okay. Well, he screeches with joy. He's not just screeching to... Because no, he's a neglected he child. Well, at that age, <laughs> got
3: many different screeches. At
0: that age, it's not even happiness; it's just to like hear them. Yeah, it's just because yeah. he feels
3: like making sounds. Yeah. yeah,
0: they
5: like to just run around.
0: Fawn was yep, a absolutely. Fawn was a big
3: screecher. Sage so yeah. never
0: went through a huge screeching phase, but yeah, Fawn, it was like we'd be in a grocery store and she just all of a sudden yep. start squealing for no reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I promise, she's fine. She's just trying <laughs> to hear herself for some reason.
3: Well, he likes like whenever we go into your building down in Florida. Mm. That hallway on the first floor, oh, it's, very it's very echoey. echoey. So oh, as soon yes. as he enters that hallway, he just starts screaming to hear himself echo. <laughs> and
0: yeah.
3: it's like Me people too. People walk nice. by and they're like, what the hell is up with this kid? <laughs> yeah.
5: What's,
0: What's this kid's, his kid's problem? <laughs> <laughs> so,
5: it's like, haven't you Alex, ever been around a child?
10: Alex, the way you repeated that, sound sounded like your kids didn't sleep till late.
0: Oh, no, they sleep. My, my kids have... I mean, I don't remember at that age what time they slept until. Sage was a little bit of an earlier riser. Fawn's always been a late sleeper. But they've slept until 7.30 for a while now. So, But a baby...
3: Well, he used to sleep until like noon.
0: Well, they change. And then, it,
3: yeah, they. Yeah. Over well, the would, years, they just their sleep schedule is completely unreliable. Yeah.
0: yeah. Except Fawn. Fawn's always kind of been the consistent. Just like I like to sleep. She told me. She was like, if I could sleep all day, I would. Yeah,
3: me yeah. too. It's a good
2: attitude. I agree. Andy, do you uh, do you have the hotline numbers and all that? I. Uh, Guess so, because <clears throat> Michael Bryan's gonna call him. He's, he's on right now. Yeah. He's already oh, he's on. On. He's okay. talking
0: to him. We've been talking for hours. Yeah, well, Where have you sorry. You I've been yeah. trying
2: to set all this. I got about six thousand things I have to set oh, up. Oh,
0: six thousand. Yes, wow. that's a long to-do list. That is, gracious,
5: man. Really get that is. done in a day? I don't know yeah. what you're gonna do. It's
2: gonna no. be very difficult. There's no question. But mm-hmm. no, I just uh, we had a bunch of different things that uh, had to set up. Wait till you see the uh, the studio, Michael. It's, it looks a little different.
10: No, I I saw it last week. I was there when oh, uh, right. yeah. the, When they put in the window, yeah, yeah. So, was the big TV up yet? Uh, TV. No, the big TV wasn't up.
0: No, nope, this is new
5: today. Yeah, new. Why do we need a TV? Just I really Plus don't 10. know. It's
3: okay. a extremely huge TV. It is, it is a very, huge TV. very and right bothered. now. It's just kind of showing <laughs> like Tom Bernard sh- morning show promo shots. Yeah. So I don't really know. Oh. I don't know. I, I think it might yeah. be for the camera once we get a camera.
10: Yes, I think it is. Which, for uh, people
3: listening, don't get too excited. It might be a while before that happens.
10: Yeah. So, well, Andy, are you sitting in the booth now, or are
3: you? Sitting yeah, at the I'm table? in the booth.
0: He's in the booth. Okay. Theoretically, mm-hmm.
3: if I wanted to, I could go in there and you know, just be He'd on be a per- mic. But then I can't do phones and stuff. So yeah. it's you know. Sure.
10: Sure.
3: Magnificent.
10: So, Michael, what have you been up to? I'm just working. You know, it's been quite a busy day, and the snow made things uh, way off as far as scheduling goes, and people were late. Oh, yeah. Well, was tomorrow's going so to tomorrow be
3: worse, so... Is tomorrow going to be
10: worse? Way worse, yes.
3: Is it
5: really happening? That's I
3: thought what thought I hear, 12 Wednesday. inches, yeah. I thought it was Wednesday. Oh, God. I think it's Tuesday afternoon into Wednesday oh, into afternoon. Oh, Wednesday, yeah, I suppose that's true. Well, actually, no, it's Tuesday afternoon into Thursday into afternoon.
0: Into Thursday afternoon, yeah. Yeah, wow. so it's
3: 48 straight hours of snow. Why are you looking at a picture of yourself smiling?
0: I'm taking a video of myself showing the large... large. I was going to send this to mom.
2: Okay. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's supposed to... I know. um, Everybody's like, I don't think the kids are going to have school on Wednesday and maybe not Thursday.
5: This is like the most snow days that I can ever recall.
0: It's the snowiest winter that, yeah, I can think of. And this is the most... Someone just told me that... um, this is the most snow days that Minnesota schools have had in I don't even know how many years. Really? Well, Minnesota schools yeah. are also
3: getting more like when we were kids, it's like, you know, Jack Frost could come and start oh, yeah. throwing they, yeah. gigantic icicles, <laughs> impaling cars. And they'd be like, too bad, going to school. Well, well and I
0: feel I'm- like schools... Back when we were kids, we a little bit more, come to school, don't come to school. Like, get your work that done, too, yes. we don't care. Yeah. Whereas now it's kind of like, you have to be here, and if you're not here, like, my kid's school doesn't give them missed work until they come back. So if we're going to go oh. on a vacation, it's not like, oh, here, do this work while you're gone. It's when you get back, you will get your work that you missed, and you have to do that on top of the work that we were
5: already doing. I think you should become part of the PTO and get that straightened away. The paid, that's, time yep, yeah.
3: paid time off? Yep, the paid time off. PTA. Um, no.
5: Yeah.
3: yeah, PTA.
5: Parent t- parent Teacher Association is PT. what I'm talking about. Which yeah, is
2: spelled with an,
5: with an A. a.
0: Not, Not oh, PTO, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but oh, the O-association. A lot of the uh, school <laughs>
3: stuff,
5: yeah. I think it's actually yeah.
3: law now. Yes. Like, yeah, there's so many days that they have to be in no matter what and that sort of stuff.
5: Well, that's how they they get paid is butts in the seat. And I have,
0: yeah, I, there's one of Fawn's dance friends was sick all last week and her mom was like, she Mm -hmm. has to go, unless you have a doctor's note, Mm -hmm. then you can miss as much school as you need to, I guess. But if you're Uh just kind of sick and you miss five days in a semester if you miss more than five days, you'll get a truancy letter. Huh. Oh, wow. In, pu- yeah. in public Minnesota schools.
3: And meanwhile, <laughs> my friend Max, he hit 16 and he just dropped out. There you go. Can't do that anymore, I'm guessing. There you have it. Well, you can. I
0: think, <laughs> you, no, can. I think you can. You can? You
3: can? Yeah. At, at 16? At, at that age, yeah.
0: That's I think
5: surprising. Yep. Yeah, it is surprising. Some countries it's 14, I think.
0: But I know that... Public schools in Minnesota only have one more snow day, and then they have to cut oh. into summer break.
3: Oh, what? Because they really? have to have a
0: certain amount of days oh, in the school. Yeah, they have to have a certain amount of days that were in school for public funding Whoops. stuff. And so they have one more snow day, and if they have another one, then they have to go into summer that's break. That's insane.
3: I, I think
5: that happened that's once when you guys were in school. Yeah? Yeah, I think and you had to go to school for week? an extra two days. Sorry.
10: What was that? What was that, Michael? So that's that's going into this week. Yep. They they only have one day left. Ooh. Yeah, because it hasn't even
0: and it hasn't even just been snow. It's been snow, it's been ice, it's been wind yeah. chill. Mm-hmm. They my kids have missed school for all of those reasons. Because a yeah. lot of the time it's bussing. Like it's not safe to bus these kids. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh. And it's oh, sure. not safe
0: for kids to stand out on the bus stop. Mm-hmm. So it's not even that the roads are that bad, but they're like, this isn't a safe situation for kids to just be standing on the bus out at the bus stop. So right. that's why they cancel school.
2: Oh. So you, there you go. Now, Michael, I have to ask you a question. <clears throat> sure. Have you ever met Jimmy
1: Carter?
10: Uh, no, I was supposed to right before COVID, I was supposed to go down to and watch him preach and then COVID hit. So we didn't go on that trip.
2: Well, that's, I've never met him, but he seems like such a gentle and peaceful and nice man. Yeah. Jimmy Carter's been taking uh, his last drives around Plains, Georgia. He's being put into hospice yeah, at 98 years so old. From what I hear, I don't think he has a whole lot of time he left. He does not. It's very wow. sad.
5: Yeah. He, mm. He's he been involved in, what, Habitat for Humanity? Yeah. 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 Right? yeah. yeah. yeah, he, yeah Building
0: houses. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Forever. And he's been on builds as a very elderly person. Yeah. 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 yeah.
10: He was actually in the military, like wasn't he on a submarine? I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So I mean, the guy has like incredible credentials, you know, for you know, compared to other people that you know have claimed stuff. The guy's actually got real stuff that he does. Yeah. You know, and he, you know, he really goes to church. He really, you know, I uh, I think it was uh, E.B. White or D.B. White that was writing the books about the making of the president. That claims that Jimmy Carter is the only president that he know that he knows didn't fool around that that he didn't have something on he had something on every candidate except Jimmy Carter.
2: God, that's so amazing. The yeah. latest that just popped up: Jimmy Carter is now what appears
3: to be his final days, maybe uh-huh. weeks. Uh-huh. But. Well, generally hospice is yeah. That's you don't. It's not a long term solution. Nope. It, no. Although it was for your it. dad.
5: Yeah, not, unless you're my father. Yeah, and then he was in hospice <laughs> yeah, for like, what, right. four no, years? Just hang out in hospice <laughs> no, for a while. Wow. No, only two and a half. Only two and a half, yeah. <laughs> I know, and they kept threatening to take him off of hospice. And
3: it's like, he's clearly not dying. It's like, well, I don't know. How can you say that? Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, he's leaving behind
2: his youthful wife at 95. 95. <clears throat> right.
10: Oh. Although they were so close, you wonder if yeah. that'll be one of those, where yep. they both go within, you know, 15 minutes of each other. I always yeah. thought she was
2: a very classy woman, too.
10: Oh, Ros- Rosalind? Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yep. But that makes me sad. Jimmy Carter, like, he, he, he seems to be one of the few presidents I thought was a decent guy when he didn't have to be, you know? Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was a very gentle, very nice man, very smart guy, you know? Like, uh, there have been presidents before. I had Rocky president, uh, presidential runs and all the rest of it. You don't really control all of that, uh, no question about it. But... Very, very sorry. When I, that just popped up, that Jimmy Carter is in his final days. They believe weeks yeah. at the
3: most. So,
10: so that'll leave us. That'll leave us what three, three ex-presidents
3: that is are that around it? still. Is that? Yeah. Is I it see. that many? Well, I know Obama uh, and Trump, yeah, of course.
10: Carter, Carter, uh, or not Carter? Um, uh, 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 Bill, Bill, uh, uh, Clinton, Clinton, Obama, and uh, Trump. and Trump. Wait,
3: yeah. W is yeah. dead. <clears throat> Oh, for. Oh no! Right. W, no w, I was w, gonna say he's w, there's no W way. is still
8: still <laughs> rock so yeah, You're I'm
3: right, w. I was like, "When the hell? When did he die?" Oh but no! H W no. is no. dead, right? Uh, yeah, I yep. think so. Let me see yep, here. I'm pretty sure he dead, died. Yeah. yeah, five years ago. Really? Did he really? I
0: would. I, I was gonna Holy say like maybe two years.
3: Ago. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, yeah it seems like he was pensioned. People only like last month. He was. He was 94 years old. yeah yeah, sounds like a good
2: job you live to be 94 years old no his
3: wife died
10: let's see he died oh yeah she she died died in april
3: and then he died in november same year so yeah yeah. they they died pretty close to each other yeah he was married to Barb, right? barbara bush yep Mm -hmm. barbara bush yeah
8: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: god i
2: tell you just looking at the headlines for today there's they are all going after each other like there's no tomorrow apparently this uh what's her name uh haley what's her first name
10: Oh, the new Nikki. the person run for yeah Nikki uh, Nikki, Nikki Haley. Haley the running for president yeah I have you no hear not who
2: that is Nikki Haley used to be the what governor she was an, wasn't she She was a governor and then she wasn't she an ambassador to something or whatever
10: Yep, I think that's true
2: too. Some kind yeah. of an ambassador, but apparently she's called for a competency test for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is that? Yeah. It's just one of those days. A lot of really weird headlines, and I don't even want to get into them because I know they all hate one another and. I don't, I don't like talking about hatred too much. Well, then why don't we talk to Tire Carver instead? All right.
3: Well, I hate Tire Carver, though, oh. so it doesn't get oh. rid of the I problem. I just dropped yes. Mike Bryant. It. You did? Gotta love it. I think so. I come in on just these wonderful mm. intros. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's happening, man? Not much. Just want to say congratulations on the new gig, and uh, it was a good show this morning.
2: Well, thank you. We're we'll going to try to keep it. Yeah, they're going to be very easy people to work with, no question about it, and we'll just... Okay, Carol, let's get him to watch something.
0: Well, he already has a thing. I want to watch Go. something. You have 10 minutes. Go.
2: No, but in any case, I, so can we get Michael back on in any way, Andy? Oh, Andy's not listening. He's trying to get him back it's, on right yeah. now. Yeah. Not a problem. So, Tyler, what's
3: happening? Not much. Just wanted to say that. And then I had one question. The uh, Is the best of loop gone now?
2: I don't think so. It shouldn't be. I better,
1: I'd it's better it, not
10: be. It's got, your, it's got your commercial on it. It lasts about 20 seconds and it repeats.
2: <laughs> what? Oh, I'm going to have to ask Andy then. Andy's out of the room right now trying to figure out how to get Michael Bryant back on. That's the first day of the new studio, so there's going to be some bumps in the road, and it's to be expected. Oh,
1: yeah, and all the new equipment.
6: I will. Okay,
2: so you said which site is not working the way it was? The best of?
3: Uh, yeah, the best of when you're off air. is It's just your commercial for the new show.
2: All right. I will make sure that they look at that and get it taken care of because we definitely don't want to get get rid of the best of the family podcast. Yeah, I think. and
5: thanks, thanks for telling us too, because unless yes. people tell us, because there's so many different ways of listening to the shows, yep. if people don't tell us, it's going to be impossible for us to check everything. Have any I idea? Yeah, yeah.
2: Man, yeah, pretty much not a problem. Mm. All right, Palomino, we'll get it fixed and get back to us. All right.
9: Sounds good.
2: Thanks a Congratulations. lot. Congratulations.
9: Have fun, guys.
2: Thank you, sir. Nice of you to call in. As a matter of fact, Andy Tires ready to go. you want to just call Michael back, or what? What did?
3: What did? Uh... Tires off. Yeah. Oh well, then Mike's on. Yeah, yeah we uh, on. we suspect that there's a setting on the phone that isn't set that oh. allows for oh. call pooling or whatever party line, whatever yeah, it is. Have to figure it out. The
0: party line party on the line. party line. Michael Bryan on the party
3: line. Yeah. Party line is a uh, <laughs> it's a term, but I it's a know. very very it used old to be, but, term.
0: Yeah, and it's. It used to be.
3: What was the thing that they used to, like, I remember my friends, we used to think it was cool. We'd call each other, and then we could, like, go into another line, call another friend, and then, like, put them on that call.
8: Oh, way calling or three-way whatever?
3: Three-way calling. Yeah. yeah. Three-way yes. It yeah, was just a merging
5: calling. a call. Yeah. Party line, lines.
3: Yes. We, we need to turn that on on this phone, apparently. <laughs> three-way
5: call. Make I three-way remember three-way call an, a, an old relative of mine actually had a party line.
3: Oh. Oh, well. Ooh,
5: ooh, yeah, fancy. I remember, yeah, out in out in the farms... Mm-hmm. I remember picking up the phone and listening to f- people's conversations and thinking why would people want this
3: <laughs> well <laughs> because it's cheap that's why, why it's a cheap.
5: would well, you there, want
10: it it wasn't because there was only one line that i Yeah I, I, it's literally yeah. just one
3: line yeah. that they all share yeah. yeah
5: you're somehow sharing a line i just it's mm-hmm. like i don't understand how that worked because you know where i came from which was a city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you each had your own telephone number. Yeah, no. it's
3: like it's like you know how back in the old day when we had landlines, you pick up the phone, someone's on the phone, you can hear them. It's literally the same thing, just yeah, all one weird... line going to multiple houses.
10: Very Were they strange. still using an operator to call then, or is that it was that you could? Die <laughs> yeah, out? Did you have to you say operator,
3: Pete? Please call Klondike so. Five. That's yeah, a I great. I remember like
10: that in, in New Mexico, we actually had that for a little while. In New Mexico, we yep. had to call the operator to call out.
2: Really? I remember my Grandma Minnie, yep. my mother's mother, Grandma Minnie, came down from Long Prairie. I was about four years old. And I remember she walked over and picked up the phone, put it up to her and said, Hello, Central? I'm like, <laughs> Hello, what?
0: Central. What do you mean,
2: Hello, Central? Who's Central? the hell does that mean?
0: <laughs> you a pilot? What's happening?
2: And, uh, apparently, it, you know, there were a lot of shared lines. Of, can you imagine how many people were eavesdropped
3: on when they had, had that care. kind of stuff? Oh, <laughs> God. Exactly. I mean, you never there's no way to know if anyone's listening all either I
0: would have done it as, as a child oh, I
3: suppose yep yeah.
0: if I would but have been it's able just to
3: do it <laughs> and now
2: it's yeah now it's just google and we are back with stretches picks
5: you know tom uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks yeah and uh, I highly recommend betting of course I always recommend betting
2: yeah absolutely so who's winning this thing the kitties the pack the bears or the purple none of the above those are all the teams in the division I know that. Well, who's your pick?
5: I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning.
2: What? It's not a football team.
5: I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre. Sabre and Bryant doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable.
2: It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable.
5: Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom.
3: What's that?
5: Visit SaberHeating dot com.
3: So exactly. Melissa texted in something about the the KQ loop where you were talking about the KQ bits on the uh, loop. Oh yeah. Is that what Tired Carver was talking about? Yeah. I couldn't hear anything. No. I was out in the other room. Yeah, why? yeah, those are gone. We can't do that anymore.
5: The best ofs, the KQ best ofs. Yep, those yeah.
3: are no the more. The KQ best ofs. Yeah, because
5: we yeah. used to run those. Oh, when we I thought you meant the best air. of the
3: of, of the family podcast. No, yeah, no. we were running the old KQ CDs. Okay, we won't be doing that anymore. Uh, no, we cannot do that anymore. No, so no, sorry, yeah, those right are gone. Those I don't are gone gone know anymore. forever. There might be some way to put them back into circulation or something. I'll need to talk to I don't know who. I've got them. I just don't have the rights to, you know, distribute them, obviously. How do they own it Sensible we wrote them and got them done why do they own it well, cuz how so contracts
0: work on their website or on their
3: <laughs> show.
10: they do because no. they do
3: because yeah there you go that's
5: just how it is
3: yeah but i mean they don't sell the cd's anymore so no. i i can't imagine it would be difficult to like get them put up on their website or something I wouldn't think so. I know so. a lot of people want to, like, you know, get <laughs> you access to it. Call over. I'm sure they'd do that for you there,
10: too. Oh,
2: that, I don't think it'd be any problem. Especially if you called first and then said, hey, I've got Tom on
3: the phone.
5: You, sh- you should call over there just to chat.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah call chat. 989 Rock Hey, or whatever you it
5: was. how you doing? How's it going doing? over there? It's been, been, been a while. There? It's been a minute since we talked.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> unbelievable. But what, honest to God, though, I've talked about this many, many times on. Before, but seriously, and again, that place is what that place is. They can go do whatever they want and be whatever they want and good for you and all the rest of it. But I have yet to meet one person at Hubbard that's been a pain in the ass. They're very, very friendly, very nice people. And, man, I'd love to keep it that way, right? Yeah, but you started today, so...
0: Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I've about yeah. and
2: the
5: day is young. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I've been talking. Yeah.
2: I've been talking, not not specifically about working together, but I've been talking about Dan Seaman about someday being able to work together for about nine months now. That was even before this all oh, happened.
9: Sure. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> So
2: whatever they can do, whatever they want, I don't. What the hell mm-hmm. do I care, right? You don't. That is true. Yeah.
10: So what else happened with you, Michael Bryant? Uh, nothing. Just working and getting things rolling, and you know, getting ready to getting big it's starting to get closer and closer to being normal back with the courts again there's still some oh, good. some issues and and then there's been you know there's they they there's places that have found that zoom works really well and so they've decided to just stick with the zoom so mm-hmm. so you're seeing you're seeing those kind of changes happening um and there'll be some changes to the courts overall but we're getting back to close to normal in in a lot of places
2: God, wouldn't that be wonderful? Close to normal again. My mm. God. Close
0: yep. to normal.
2: <clears throat> that would be wonderful.
0: Mm-hmm. That's my yeah.
2: memoir. No <laughs> doubt about it. Close to normal is going to be your <laughs> memoir. That'll sell huge, I would imagine. No question about it. But yeah, I, I honestly got it. Was, it was so nice. Uh, and I've mentioned this several times, but I'll mention it on this show, too, that we've gotten thousands and thousands and thousands of emails and text messages and all the rest of it from people that are all excited about the new show. And it's just so nice to hear and very nice of you people to do all that stuff. But, I mean, I I literally was, I was bold. It started last night, as a matter of fact, and it's run through all the way through this morning and all that. But so I just wanted to say thank you on the air to everybody uh, for your support. The very, very first day, you showed a ton of support, and I really do appreciate it, no doubt about that. Right? Excellent. 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 makes life a lot better, don't you think? Mhm. Mhm. So. So everything else good? How much? How much of the All Star games did you watch? The last uh, couple weekends. Zero. Zero. Zero percent. I do not watch All Star games. I've never cared about All Star. All Stars baseball, right? It's all well, sports. Well, no. There's, there's
10: basketball and there's hockey. Uh, hockey. Hockey actually did both football and hockey did this like like complete tri- changes in what they're doing. So they've gone to these weird. Different hybrid things, you know, but uh, and basketball kind of was doing that with it. They're probably the first ones who did that, actually, with the three point, uh, you know, in the slam dunk contest. Um, But, uh, yeah, they've tried to switch them up. So there's something different.
2: It's all true. (laughs) Got. I was just looking at some headlines while you were talking. I just want to read three headlines. Raul Dahl's books stripped of words like fat and ugly. Mm -hmm. Hasn't Raul Dahl been dead for about 50 years? (laughs) Yep, but the publisher has decided to go through and edit his works. So why would uh, they? Because some people are fat and some people are ugly. What's the problem?
3: You're not allowed to acknowledge that. Oh, okay. So the truth's down the road. The The
0: thing that I don't understand about that type of thing, especially with a word like fat. Because ugly, that's...
3: It's pretty subjective.
0: Yeah, it's subjective, and it's also just never a good thing. No. Fat, though, there's a lot of people that are trying to make it not a bad word. Like, everybody has fat on their body. Some people have more. Some people have less. (laughs) Some people are like, I'm fat, and it's great, and we don't need to... Say that it's such a negative thing, but then taking it out of books just I makes know. just that's what I'm saying solidifies the fact that bad mm-hmm. is bad. It's corporate which, sanitization. You know, that's why. Uh, yeah, yeah.
10: It, it kind of depends on how it's said in the books, though. I mean, I, I, I at first, I don't like censorship, so I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say, right, hey, that's right. I don't like it. But, you know, like, I, like I, we were watching Urban Cowboy the other day, mm-hmm. you know, and the way the guys were slapping the women around. Oh, I know. Holy I know. Moly. Like, <laughs> I, know. You know Not great. I mean, it's crazy, you know? I mean, it just, it, there's a level of, of, like, what used to be that's kind of like,
0: Ur, yeah. you know? Oh, no, That's yeah. definitely so, true.
10: <laughs> so I think you'll see sometimes when they use some words in books, the way they use them. Yeah, that's You know, true. And, and the way you call, I mean, it, like... It, compared to today, I don't think some of the people you called fat would, would be even close to. No, OB, that's true. No, you know? you're and right. So, so there's a context thing. But but start off with, I don't like censorship, and I think censorship, but you you, you got to read it in context. But if it comes down to whether or not you read the book or not,
0: I don't know. Well, I, it's like I, um,
3: one of them I know is the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory the, okay. the fat kid. Mm-hmm. They call oh, him fat yeah. in the book.
0: Augustus Gloop. Yeah, but Augustus then Gloop.
3: they changed it to enormous. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's better? So he's he, he can be called an enormous <laughs> child, but he can't be called a fat See, child. It doesn't I'm make saying. sense. It's like
0: saying... That's, that's just saying that fat is bad, and like
3: it well, specifically the word "fat" is exactly bad. that's what I'm because saying. Because if you can still call someone enormous, then it's it means the same but thing. But can't
0: use the Ooh. word "fat," no, because it's negative. But no, it's, it's like not. No, there's so many people out there that are like, we need to stop saying that fat is bad because it's just going to play into yep. the fact that. You know, like eating disorders, and the teeny tiny people on the fronts of magazines and stuff, and it's just, mm-hmm. yeah.
10: So I don't think those books were were praising fat people. Probably
3: no, not. The- no, well, well, the because no. it's like they were written what almost a hundred years ago. Yeah. If I'm right. reading something from a hundred years ago, I want to, you know, I want it to be representative of that time period.
0: Yeah. I don't need yeah. everything
3: to be gone back, and it's like. Edited
0: for your generation.
3: Yeah. Do we really do we need to edit everything so that it's sensible for everyone currently existing? It's it doesn't make any sense. It is. I
0: I feel like we should just leave things be. Yeah. And yes, it's good to change and evolve and all that, but we don't need to just go in and change everything. If you don't like it, write new books that don't have
3: those things and make your new books part of the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. Don't try to erase things. And it's like what kid really cares about ancient books anyway? Yeah. Are our are, thirteen-year-old girls reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and getting anorexia because of it? No. I highly doubt it.
0: No,
10: that's probably that. I mean that that part of it's true. Is is what impact it
3: has? Like it's, yeah. I mean, there's none. There's well, no impact anymore. And yeah.
0: rolled doll books are freaking nuts. Are they? They're. Super twisted. Well, Charlie like, and the Matilda, Chocolate Factory was a
3: very messed up book.
0: Yeah, and Matilda, oh, yeah. super yep. messed mm-hmm. up. Like it, anybody that reads them as an adult is, it's just like yeah. wow, very, I very didn't, weird. I didn't realize how wild mm-hmm. this was. Don't
3: mm-hmm. half the kids in the original book die? Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. They all yes. just die. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. a so, nice touch. So yeah. Well, and,
0: same like Matilda. It's just, child torture mm-hmm. is yeah. very prevalent. <laughs>
10: Yeah, there's a real question of what kind of boy or what kind of guy Charlie is too. Yeah. Oh, really? In the book? Yeah. He's He's kind of ruthless. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. He's kind of of strange with kids. So you know, he's got his. Oh, you mean? No, you mean mean Willy Willy Wonka. Wonka. Oh, oh yeah, not Charlie. Yeah, you're right, Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Willy Wonka basically
3: said he invited a bunch of kids to come into his saw (laughs) palace. Yeah. to get killed by, like, candy that makes you explode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah. It's like, he
3: can't be a great That's what guy. That's
0: happens to Augustus Gloop. No. Yeah,
3: he I eats a candy, he basically... Turns into a
0: blueberry. Yeah, and then and blows explodes. up. Yeah. What? In the movie, they have him pop him.
3: Yeah, Willy Wonka just, like, murders a bunch of kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Oh, it's should... the
0: girl that turns into a blueberry?
3: Oh yeah, you're right. It's the girl. Oh,
0: Augustus Goop falls into the chocolate river. He falls
3: in the chocolate yeah, river, he's yeah. Eating the, yeah, he's eating the chocolate. He's trying to yeah, eat the, the chocolate river, river yeah. yeah. Although
0: I will say in the movie, at least, I don't know how it is in the book, he's Willy Wonka tries to warn all of these children and none of them listen. So oh, there's really? still there's a lesson of, in that.
3: Like I mean, you know, there's it's good to warn kids like this is dangerous, but yeah. that would be kind of like Taking a bunch of kids on a field trip to a construction site and being like, okay, well, that um, pneumatic nailer is plugged in, but don't you touch it. And then you just, like, leave a bunch of kids around right. the pneumatic <laughs> nailers. Right. Of course they're going to touch it, and one of them yeah. is going to get a nail in their head. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. it's up to yeah. you to make sure that you don't have a bunch of kids around this, you know, well, yeah. magic death potion. Different times. That's true. Back it's then, it's, true. You know, it's...
0: Survival of the fittest, yeah, exactly. Really. They
3: were culling the dumb ones. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: we got time for one more story, so here's a great headline. Haven't read the story. Man arrives at his home to find a mansion rager underway. Apparently, there's a new thing where if you're out of town, young people are going to break into your mansion and destroy
10: it. Nice.
3: You've been doing that for nice. decades.
10: But why? But I don't think, I mean, I don't, how big is that? Is that like a, does that happen a lot? I doubt well,
3: it. You well, know? no, they're
2: saying right yeah, now.
0: That, how prevalent is this in society? <laughs>
10: And yeah. they're throwing parties
2: and destroying the houses, I guess. I, I haven't seen how many. It
5: seems very productive. Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Great. Let's break into somebody's house and destroy it.
10: It's a, it's a bigger deal when people lease houses and then find out the person is leasing it doesn't really own the house and they're a squatter. Yeah. They, <laughs> and,
3: you know, yeah, squatting is a real problem, yeah. actually.
10: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, we'll move on from that then to my favorite headline of the day. He smeared dog poop on a critic's face and got fired. What? Yeah, the, he
3: was like a ballet instructor or something. Really? What? Yeah.
10: What? Did the critic just stand still and let him do it? Well, that's what I'm No, wondering. he had
3: like, the guy had a bag, and he basically just like pushed pushed the bag in the critic's face. Huh. He didn't know it was in the bag. Oh, did you hear why he rubbed the poop in the guy's face? Because the guy said to him,
2: uh, his audience will be killed by boredom. <laughs>
8: No. Yeah. Wow. Oh,
5: wow.
2: yikes. These guys, these guys don't like each other, it sounds like to me. No, no, no. All it's right. Like well, High
5: maintenance humans.
3: That's going to do A it for today. A couple quick announcements. Oh, first, yeah, sure. first off, Doc Ketchmark just turned 77. Oh, uh, yeah. it's no, Wow. Happy, wow. happy birthday, Doc. Really? 77, Yeah. Happy yep. birthday. Wow. And then, um, reminder that the studio line number has changed for people who want to call in. It is now 952
5: What? 952-600-2575. Yep. And hopefully we've updated our web page?
3: I believe so.
5: Okay.
3: Well, they're working on I mean, they're changing everything. It, you yeah, a lot of changes that's, that are being done. But, yeah, it's, um, yep. the old number, it's, it's technically still connected, but it's not going to go anywhere. So.
2: Okay. Well, there you have it.
3: Our old uh, Florida number that confused people because five six one and six five one are oh, that's right. anagrams. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That's right. It's true. But now we have a proper nine five two number. So,
2: I like it. Proper. All right, Michael. We will talk
10: to you very soon. Talk and to you soon. Sorry, couldn't get in there, but
3: oh, no, no, we no, got
2: in with a call. I certainly understand that. Not a problem. And Catherine, how are you, you doing? Everything good with you?
5: Everything's great.
2: All right. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Take yep. care. Yep. All right, Andy, Alex, talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.